Hi, Honeymooners. Natasha and I are coming to a city near you. And we'd love you to come see us and support us doing live stand-up comedy. As for me, I'm going to be going to the Comedy Club on State in Madison this very weekend for five shows. I love that club. I'd love to see you there. I'll also be at the Troubadour for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on May the 12th. That's just one night, one show, just me. But Natasha and I are going to be doing a live Endless Honeymoon podcast taping for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on the 4th of May. Then I'm going to the Punchline in Philadelphia. That's in July. Would love to see you there. I'm going to be going to the Punchline in Sacramento in August. And I'll be going to the DC Improv uh, the weekend before the election, before we figure out what hell we hath wrought. Come see me at any of those dates. Oh, yeah, one more. I'll be at the Bell House in New York on July the 11th. I'd love to see you there, New York City. Natasha, you got anything? Why don't you come see me in Brea? If you live in Orange County, I think that's Orange County. I don't even know, but come to Brea. I'll be there in April. I'll also be at the Chicago Improv in April. And if you can't see me in Chicago, why don't you come to Tempe in May? Tempe, Arizona. I'll also be in Boston, but that's not till October. I think I might take the summer off. Go to NatashaLegero.com. Or MosheCasher.com. And get some tickets. To see the both of us. And also make sure that you come to our Patreon-supported Dinner party this Sunday. That is on St. Patrick's Day. What else are you doing? It is a dumb holiday. I'm sorry. If you are not yet a member of the tier that gets you into the dinner parties, go ahead and upgrade. Upgrade that. You could downgrade afterwards. I mean, we don't have real rules. Order your corned beef and cabbage from the local pub. DoorDash that shit to your house. Yep. Log on. 6 p.m. Come mess with us. It's a really great way. To connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast and also to connect to your lovely hosts. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. I wanted to do it. Oh, I'm sorry, honey. Please. Oh, I love when you do it. Do you like it? Sure, honey, you do it. No, I liked your intro so much. This is a secret dump, by the way. We're about to dump some secrets. And as we usually do on the secret dumps, Natasha and I will answer one of your listener-submitted text-only questions. And today we got a doozy. It's actually not really an advice question, is it? It's more of a philosophical one. Oh, I didn't read the parentheses. I'm so stupid. Okay. Honey, don't ever say that about you. (laughs) Well, I read it as, why are people into feet? Which I thought would have been a fun jumping off point. But what it says is, why are people, quote me, what are those called? Um, Parentheses? Yeah, they're parentheses. You already (laughs) said that word, so you know it. Why are people, parentheses, me, in defeat? Oh, the reason you're in defeat, whoever it is that's writing in, is that you're psychologically fucked up and you want something that is sexually wrong. And probably you haven't engaged in enough prayer. Wait, you think that someone who's into something mm-hmm. like feet, I mean, it's sexually wrong? Anything you're into sexually is a deviance and is wrong. I, I'll tell you what I'm into sexually. What? Missionary with my wife in order to make babies. Did I ever tell you that when I was um, 16 years old, I called my AA sponsor and I had this huge crush on this girl and... Um, I hope I haven't told this before, but I had this huge crush on this girl and I asked him, he was like 45 years old and I was like, I have this huge crush on this girl, but I don't know how to tell her I'm interested. And he, he clearly had like some AA brainwashing going on. Like he only had the AA answer that he'd been given from his sponsor. He said, you, all you have to do is tell her that you're interested in a connection with her that is physical, mental, and spiritual with the goal in mind for marriage. 
And I was like, uh, that's not what I want. Did you? Oh, that, Fuck that. no, I didn't say it. I was 16. I was smart enough at that, even that tender That's age. That's dumb advice to give a 16-year-old. He didn't have other advice, is, is what I think about it I'm in retrospect. I'm a professional comedian. I have better advice. Uh, you have great advice, honey. Thank no, you. I think every sexual desire is wrong um, other than anal. That one makes sense. Um, I would probably not be with someone who is into feet, but you don't seem <laughs> you don't seem to even look at feet. Feet are not my thing. But I would be with somebody that was into feet. Feet or everybody's got. You let some girl like lick your feet. If she, well, it wouldn't be comfortable for me. I think it would be very ticklish. Yeah. But if I could somehow put Novocaine in the soles of my feet so that she didn't tickle me, then I would do that for her. If that was what she really what wanted. What about a foot job? Would you like that? Would I let someone give me a foot job, or uh-huh. would I would I um, stimulate the clitoris with my big toe? Mm. Which thing are you asking? You know the problem. Go for that. Well, the problem with that is you might get because I'm so I work out so much. You might get athletes' pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody wants that. (laughs) Wait, never mind. I don't think I could do it. No, I'll I'll wash them up for you if you're into it. I would do anything anybody was into. I think. Well, I'm trying to think if there's no. You wouldn't do like pain or someone. I wouldn't do pain. I'm no. What if a girl's like punch me? Would I punch her? Yeah punch her if she was into it enough and i was able to do it in a way that wasn't it didn't feel like actually like uh disturbing to me i would do it but if, what if there were cameras <laughs> what if there were cameras going straight to my twitter feed <laughs> i would not let a person hurt me that's for sure because i really am not into that i feel benign i feel nothing about feet i don't feel sexual i don't feel repulsed i just feel like their feet i don't really get them as a sexual organ so if i was with a woman that was like "Ooh, i really want you to um you know to titty fuck me but instead of your penis it's the side of your foot i would be like okay and i guess i'd do it for her well listen if you really want to know why you are in feet it's a good thing to talk to with a therapist or no, a professional. if they want no. Don't need no therapist. He feels like a pervert. I'm I mean, sure it's a man. Oh, also, I have to tell you, no women are into feet. Right? I don't know if that is that for sure true. That's not true. It's probably like 98%. That's true. Now, here's what I think. I, this is what I've heard. I've heard that the real answer to this question is that something happened. Something happens in your sexual development years when you're young, young, where you get fixated on the foot. Like, you know, your mom used to put on um, heels and you would see it and somehow you transferred that information into your like sexual areas of your brain. And then when you it get, happens when you start getting like those feelings or something like that, like it's some somehow you saw something or you experienced something that got implanted into your brain and stuck there as yes. a that's what I've I've heard fetishes are all about. But I don't know. I don't know why I'll to, I'll, I got a question. Why are people into uh, baked beans for sex? Like there's this like food stuff, you know, where like the like the like there's all these porn categories where like the woman like pours a can of like beans on herself, and I'm just like, have you have you done it? No, I've never. You've never done jerked it. off to that. To beans? Yeah. No, I never jerked off to beans. To food? I love beans. <laughs> They're good. They're protein source, but no, I don't. No, I don't find them arousing. Do you think beans are hot? Uh, no, but I just know that. You would probably, there's not much you wouldn't jerk off to that's What's, on a porn site. I, food is not my thing. It just yeah. isn't. What is your um, weirdest thing that has ever turned you on? Mm, I don't really know that I want to answer that. Oh, okay. I, you want to know mine? Sure. Naked ladies. <laughs> is that weird or what? I'm out there. I'm edgy. I'm out there. Well, listen, Moshe, we actually have some secrets to listen to. I'm in. Let's listen. 
Hi. Um, this is my first time caller, first time calling, long time listener from the very beginning. Um, this is a secret that no one knows about me. It's very silly. Um, I pride myself in having a good um, music taste. Like, I really like, like, 70s rock and all this stuff. But I also really love Machine Gun Kelly. And <laughs> no one knows this about me. And I just think his music is so good. I listen to the album on repeat. And I know he's really problematic, but he has good music. And I'll never tell a soul that I love it. So thanks, guys. Can we hear like 10 seconds of it? You want to hear some Machine Gun Kelly? Yeah. Ooh, I love it. It's like power pop melodic. No, the funny part about... Wait, the... I got to hear him t- sing though. First of all, we're going to get flagged for copyright, so no, let's No, you stop can play now. a little bit of it. Ugh, he lost me. Well, hold on. Oh my God, well, and also the lyrics. No, but like... here's the funny part is you don't know who he is. He used to be a prolific rapper. He's a rapper. And, and now he, so he can't sing. Cause why would you be a rapper if you had a good voice? I don't know. A lot of rappers can sing actually, <laughs> but that's not, that's neither here nor there. Now he, now he's making pop punk, I guess, because I mean, I heard it was because he His had movie. a, he had a beef with Eminem and that Eminem ethered him so hard. I say things like ether because of my generation that I'm from, which oh, is I Z. remember this. I'm Gen Z. No, you're not. I am though spiritually. <laughs> and, um, and, and, and that he got, he got, dissed so badly that he retreated into pop punk. Now, I don't know if that's really true, but do you not know who he is? He's the girl. No, that, I remember now. Yeah, he like drinks uh, whose blood? Me- Megan Fox's blood. He's a Fox drinker. No, but I remember his beef with Eminem. Yes. Oh, and you they say were beef. Like- okay, you're more of a Generation <laughs> X type. What do you call it? Well, uh, me, I would say um, that they, that they, uh, that they, he was his ops. Oh my god! Yeah, they were. Anyway, ops. They I were remember ops. them rapping at each other. weren't they like? Didn't oh, they have now like a- you're sounding younger and younger. <laughs> didn't they have like a rap? They off? rapped against each other. Yeah, no, they, they had like they, they had were, a rap off. No, they, they, <laughs> they was, did. They were sending each other like songs, right? Mm-hmm. Like dissing each other. Is yeah, oh, this okay di- to use? This is very contemporary. No, <laughs> this is one of the most most. Uh, you know the novel coronavirus? See, That's the novel slang virus. Is this? Mosh, I'm yeah. just a real person. I'm not trying to be anything. I'm and just cool. And I am a shell of a man, and I'm trying to be young. I'm trying to be 40. I actually would like to be 25 years younger than I am. <laughs> I want to be. I want to be 18. Okay. Anyway. That music seems pretty bad. So, but thank you for sharing. He was a talented rapper, never quite my thing. Um, I would call his personality uh, low. I would say it's low on the on the on the um, non cringe uh, um, scale. What's cringe about his personality? He like drinks blood and oh, like, he drinks he, blood. Yeah, and he like dresses, you know, in like. I mean, I, I don't mind a big fashion swing, but it seems very attention. He wants attention. I think that's what it is. He's, I see. That's why he went up against Eminem. That's why he he just wants attention. But in terms of rap skill, I would say he's not he's not terrible. He's, but he doesn't rap. He no longer raps. I guess I don't know what that's about. To be honest, um, but I, I will say he left the culture behind. All right. The culture, well, the culture, my culture, which is African American culture. Uh, <laughs> he left that behind. I'm Gen Z. I'm a I am a Black Gen Z uh, member. Honey, you wish. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess I do. Uh, should we hear another secret? Let's do it. Oh, God. Uh, definitely for secret dumps. I don't think it's that shocking. 
of a secret. It's mostly I was married for about five years, and there was definitely some red flags on his part, but I was super dumb and young and in love, and I had no intentions of leaving. It's like a ride or die, which is such a stupid thought process. And when he cheated on me, I was, of course, devastated and heartbroken, but there was a part of me that was relieved because now I had what I felt like a good reason to leave and divorce him, and I could get off without feeling guilty or be bad for breaking up the relationship. Now, he was the bad one and could look like the bad guy, and I wouldn't. So, yeah, that's my secret dump is I was kind of actually relieved my ex cheated on me, my ex-husband. You know what's interesting okay, is I was I was going to say too bad she married him, but I think the fact that she did marry him made it easier to really break it off when he cheated on her because if they were just going out, it's easier to be like, okay, I'll give him one more chance. Oh, you think so? Because well, if you're in that zone of being so sprung on someone, which is I have been and it sucks. What do you mean you have been? Well, like someone who's who's like cheating on you. But you're not... Are you that sprung on me? Yeah, but I'm talking about... Oh, that was about, a long pause. <laughs> it was a long pause. I'm talking about like, you know, those throws of love where you... No, I hear you. You're like so in love. To me, this makes perfect sense, by the way. Unrequited often too. Oh, before I get to that, I want to say, you know, there's that Dan Savage idea of relationships where he, he says like, we only give credence to a successful relationship if it lasts forever, right? Like that, that we have this obsession with things going forever and being unbroken. And he says like, you shouldn't say, oh, my relationship ended. I had a failed relationship. You could say I had a great relationship and it didn't go forever, mm-hmm. right? So maybe that that's this person. Or I had a bad relationship and it didn't go forever. Exactly. Uh, but what but I, I learned this from it and I'm not going to have that anymore. Exactly. It, it doesn't mean it was a fail. It means it was just wasn't meant to be forever. But I... Um, I also think this sounds really normal, what she's talking about, being relieved to have a, a way out. In fact, I know somebody who the, inv- the the opposite was true. She wanted out of the relationship and she couldn't get out of it. Like she couldn't bring herself to get out of it. And so somehow, I don't know, she cheated on the guy and the cheating allowed her out. Like because she violated She would have preferred he did it. I guess so. <laughs> well, in this case, maybe not. But she cheated and that was what got her to get out. Is that the greatest way to get out of a relationship? No, but for some people, it's maybe all you can do. All right, well, good luck to y'all. Oh, God. Let's hear another secret. Hi, Moshe and Natasha. I'm calling with a secret that I haven't told anybody. Um, I was at a friend's house. My family and I were at a friend's house. Uh, they had just had a baby. We had a baby a couple months ago. And I, they were busy with the fire or something and it seemed like their little one needed to go inside to go to be put down so I offered to take him inside and we got inside and he was making like hungry baby like I was getting the vibe like as a new mom with squirty boobs um that he was hungry so breastfed him um and I feel weird about that um like secret wet nurse vibes um, but I was flush, has boob flush at the time. So I guess that's not a big deal, but the part that makes me uncomfortable is I was kind of drunk. Uh, it's been a couple of years and their kids seem fine. So that's great, but I'm never going to tell anybody ever. Okay. 
Love you guys. Bye. Oh God. Why did she? Why did she do that? I mean, the part, the funniest part of that secret was when she was like, said something that was. Did she say milk titties? Boob flush. She had a lot of <laughs> phrasings. Was it little one? She said it all. She kind of went through a whole parenting book. But the funniest part was when she was like, "Yeah, I breastfed my kids, um, my my kids' child without anybody knowing." But the part that's actually embarrassing to me is like, "No, no, no, you can stop there." But also, she 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 shouldn't be. You don't breastfeed your no, kid's but kid, do you? Especially your, your if she has kid? alcohol in her breast. Forget the alcohol. It's a violation. It's a violation anyway. Am I wrong? Am I out of touch? But Is that normal? why did she do it? Why didn't she just go get a bottle? Why didn't she just go get the mom? Your kid seems hungry. <laughs> I know you're tending to the fire, but I'm thinking about putting my tit in your kid's mouth. My milk. <laughs> my boob flush milk tit. What the fuck? Am I out of touch in a way that I don't... <laughs> Well, it almost seemed like she was doing it because from someone who did breastfeed, you start to need to express it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so maybe it was like going to help her. How about like, find a farmer to milk to milk your udder? <laughs> Don't just pop your nipple in a kid's a random kid's mouth. That I, Am I out of it? Oh. <laughs> Wait, do they live on a farm or that's just your... That's just me imagining okay. that the, the, the farmer comes over and is like, oh, Bessie, Bessie's milk flush. Because why is she milk flush? They both had kids. Okay. They both had kids at the same time and they were hanging out. I think that you should, if someone was cool about it, I'm sure we used to live in more of a communal way like that where moms would share duties and everyone would breastfeed probably. I'm not against. That's not the social construct right now. 100%. I'm not against the idea that you live in a hippie commune and on this commune, the rule is everybody can um, can breastfeed any of the kids. I'm against the clandestine uh, no, titty it's slip. Fucked up. Damn, that's crazy. That's crazy. Good, good call on not telling your friends though, for sure on that. And she was drunk. That's just add. <laughs> that's just a cherry on top. Yeah. Woo wee. You get one of those a lifetime. It's a little brandy in the milk right there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> if you've got a secret that juicy, that milky, give us a call. Two one three two 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 eight six zero eight. And by the way, uh, you can also send us an email if you don't want to talk to us and tell us what your problem is and then we'll interview you and see if you're worthy of the pod. Endless honeymoon pod at Gmail. And also, what about our Patreon? Get on that boy. Join Patreon. Do our thing. We have some hot things coming up. Patreon.com slash endless honeymoon. We already have a lot of followers. Yeah. We're going to start building our community. We love it. I'll, uh, I, I'm going to hook up with somebody from it. (laughs) That's what, that's my pledge. No, but we do have a dinner party coming up. hundred bucks a month. You get to, um, I'll send you nudes of me, not of Natasha. That's a thousand bucks a month. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, Natasha, you're the best. And guess what else? What? I love you. I love you too.